So line two goes to... All right. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Let's make sure we're live. By hello. the way, if you're the person who unsubscribed, thank you. Kurt says hello. Oh, hello, Kurt says keyboard. Yeah. All right. And Kurt, you're a bit loud, and your square's a bit cheeky. I mean, your, your <laughs> chair's a bit squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that you saying that, or was that a comment? That, no, that was me saying that. Uh, okay, you want me to turn my um, turn my volume down here? Just a bit, I think. Maybe like 10. Oh, how's that? It didn't seem to make any difference. I don't okay. know. Speak, speak. Hello. I think maybe you're okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's better. Okay, cool. I thought that was better. All right. Yeah, every time you move, too, it makes a screeching noise. I don't know. Like, is that your desk? That's my chair. I'm going to get a new one here. Oh, that's your chair. Okay. Every time you move, it's like, squeak, 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 squeak. I think it was using my laptop yeah. mic, and I had to change it over to... Yeah, it's using your laptop mic. Okay. We got to get you on. Uh, we got to get your chair uh, some WD forty. Oh, I've done that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so it should be over to my headset mic now. That should be better, at least. All right. And yeah, I'll try to sit perfectly still, like a Jedi monk or something. <laughs> okay, let me mute the YouTube, otherwise I'm going to be confused. <laughs> there we go. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> okay, well, hello, everyone, and welcome. And if you're tuning in on the podcast, thank you very much. I'll probably cut out the first, like, two minutes of us babbling and getting set up. If you're on the YouTube channel, thanks for putting up with us. We, uh, you know, we're, we're just... Two very unprofessional YouTubers <laughs> trying to uh, do some good things for the world. And uh, if you are tuning in, thank you very much. I know we've got about, we jumped up by about 10 subs last week. Thank you truly. If you are listening to us from one of the bunches of countries in 82 cities uh, that we have on the podcast, again, thank you for that as well. Truly, truly appreciated. And, uh, you know, we see you, we know that you're out there, even, uh, even if you don't interact with us. And if you'd like to interact with us, we do have a mailing list now, so you can so sign up to that on Google Groups. We should probably start putting a link to that in the description, but it is in the links for the Bud Buzzsprout, or for the uh, Blind Tech Adventures site. It is on there, blindtechadventures.com, and it's also in the YouTube channel description, so... Uh, we also have a way to donate, so if that's something that you feel moved to, we do pay close to $50 a month on between the podcast and the YouTube channel and stuff like that. So uh, you don't feel like you have to, but that would be helpful as well. And Kurt, 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad. How are you doing? Doing great. It just took a little walk. Um, and I'm going to show that later in the podcast. I went over to the gas station, got some Gatorade because I have had some kind of a flu the last few days. That So if you hear me coughing a lot, I don't have COVID. I'm not using drugs. I have some kind of a flu. This time. Uh, well. Not, no, I'm kidding. You are, huh? Maybe not. Uh, let's see. Last week we had an episode with uh, Strap, and so we did not go live. If you were wanting to catch us last week, yeah, we weren't here, as you probably know. We had done a demo recording with Strap, so just as an explanation why. Uh, we had a de- done a recording with uh, with them, an Ask Me Everything session, whatever, whatever they called it, Ask Me Anything session. There we go. Yeah. And uh, it was with uh, Diego, and uh, we had a number of people that pre-ordered that were attending this live webinar, and so we recorded it, and it was the intent that they were going to send us that recording. And therefore, we're going to use that since it was over an hour long as last week's podcast. Uh, Kurt was also visiting some special lady friend. Yeah. And doing some other things. So he wasn't able to make it. So we decided that we're going to do that. Well, unfortunately, things happen and they didn't go to timeline. So we didn't end up with a recording of that. So we ended up releasing it when we did get it, which is on Monday. So check that out if you're interested in Strap. There were a lot of questions asked. We asked them some very tough questions. And, you know, I think I'm a, a little bit optimistic that we might actually start seeing some movement on these pre-orders. That would be nice. And uh, I still have a, a few questions about the company and its viability in the long term. But, you know, I think that it's good that we've got this you know, this innovation yeah. happening in the space, and I am excited for for it to actually be released and for people to start playing around with it, because oh, even if it oh. doesn't end up replacing the cane, I think it's going to be a good, uh, you know, a good Yeah, thing, so. it's the sort of thing people need to be working on more, and... Yes, exactly. You know. Uh and if you're a company like Strap that you're innovating, you've got new things, and you're finding our, our, us on uh, YouTube or the podcast, and you'd like to come on and talk about something you're working on, or just an individual, you know, you have some project or some fun thing that is adventurous or fun or techy, and you'd like to talk about it, please get in touch with us. Email at blindtechadventures.com. We'd be happy to have you on and talk about it. Next week, we're going to have a a uh, show or a little bit of, you know, probably a few minutes uh, about from an individual that is working on a special Braille project. And we're trying to line that up, but it's a special Braille project <laughs> for being able to teach Braille by the use of tones. <coughs> uh, there we go, Kurt. <coughs> he did tell us he was going to be coughing like crazy. Hey, I even muted myself halfway through. <laughs> uh, you weren't muted. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think you ever muted. But... Oh, okay. Well, uh, am I anyway. muted now? Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, you're not using your headset. You're on your Chromebook mic, so. I don't know why it's not using my headset mic. That's strange. Oh, well. I don't know, but you're on the Chromebook mic for sure, so. Um, 
I don't think I can change your audio sources. I can adjust some of your mic levels, but. Oh, you're going. Oh, you got virtual audio cable. How's that? Wow, I hear your NVDA. Now you hear my NVDA. You hear me too? You're very, very quiet. So we hear your I can't hear your screen reader, but you're still very, 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 very quiet. That is so strange. So now you have to adjust your levels up, like, a lot. Yeah, I can't hear that. How's that? How's that? Is that better? Hello, welcome. Too loud? Oh, yeah, just a little. <laughs> is it still using my laptop though? Because it says nope, it's nope, using. Nope, nope, it's using your headset. Okay. All right, there we go. We, we've got you better now. <laughs> I can hear the good. chair squeaking every half second, and this is better. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that is so strange because it was showing it on my end. It was doing the headset the whole time, but oh well. All right. So. Today we got another special episode, though. So I know I talked a little bit about next week. There's going to be this lady that comes on to talk about a project they're working on to teach Braille using tones and bells. Uh, today we're going to do another uh, special little project. We're going to do talk about the subsystem, Windows subsystem for Linux. Do uh, talk about how to set that up and maybe go through that process a little bit. Uh, why might you want to do that? If you're techie, it's because you want to play around with Linux, maybe without having to install it. And uh, maybe there are a couple of apps or something that you might want to run on the Linux side. Uh, do some some other have access to some tools like Grep or you know some some other system Linux tools that kind of thing. Uh, if you're non-techie, it still might be fun, adventurous, something to try and uh, play around with another operating system without actually doing much damage to your existing one. So uh, you know if that if you find that boring. At the end of this uh, podcast about Linux, we're going to jump to Kurt taking a walk. We're going to do more adventurous uh, things, yeah. and he's going to take a walk to the gas station. So uh, we'll do more of that. We'll do some hikes and things like that. We'll just th- throw in some random recordings of different things. And the idea is that on these walks, it's, they're not necessarily just walks, but we'll also talk about maybe some different tools that we're using or some different ways that we used to navigate or how we know we got to certain places yep. or that kind of thing, that whole uh that whole fun stuff. So that's the intent behind all of that. So 
Stay tuned. Get your coffee. Get your beer. Get your whatever. Uh, get your popcorn. Cuddle buddy. And get your cuddle buddy and enjoy the fun because we're about to have a good time here. So here we go. All right. We'll start out with. We've got a little news. bit of news here. Yep. We'll start out with the news. And today's news section. Some news is from like two weeks ago. It's still important to talk about since we didn't have a show last time. And in case you were sleeping, just in case you just were completely asleep and not paying atta- right. any attention, this guy uh, that maybe you've never heard of before, he's, you know, I don't know how popular he is or famous or anything like that. Uh, he's infamous. kind of a rich guy. He's like, what, a, he got a few thousand dollars or millions or billions. <laughs> or, this guy, he bought out Twitter. Wasn't it for something the, like forty-seven billion dollars or something? Or is in the process of buying out Twitter anyway? Yes, yes, but quite a high price. And uh, his name, of course, is the guy that owns Tesla and everything. All you know, whatever SpaceX. This guy, uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. He's decided that he doesn't like the way that Twitter is run. Uh, he doesn't like the black hole that uh, decisions are made for what content is allowed and not allowed, and all that kind of thing. So he wants to take things into his own hands, and he bought Twitter. I'm not sure if this means that we'll get Trump back, but... Uh, oh, gosh. You know, um, we'll, we'll find out. But, yeah, so Twitter's will be owned by Mr. Musk. So... Yeah. We've got a link that describes it. So... Uh, you can read all about it from CNBC. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And he apparently is going to be the CEO for a little while until he finds someone else is kind of the latest scuttlebutt there. So yeah. he might be doing some real micromanaging for a minute. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's done some innovative things with other companies, yeah. but, uh, yeah. you know, some questionable things, too. So we'll see what happens. Guess you yeah. can't be famous without being a bit divisive. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah, for real. And he's certainly both. <laughs> yes. Yep. And let's see. What's this now? Oh, AT&T raising prices. Uh-oh. Yeah. I feel like you if would have on, a lot to say about that. Yeah. If you're on AT&T, chances are this won't impact <laughs> you. Uh, but if you're on AT&T with an older plan or a plan that has... Uh, you know, like limited data or whatever, like an older, kind of one of these older plans, then uh, it certainly does impact you. Yeah. And I think their rationale is they're trying to get people to get on their newer plans, or at least that's how they're spinning it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So got to get you on the newer plans. And I think, uh, you know, for me, I don't really understand all of this. The the whole you know cell industry I think is charging way too much money. I mean, if I look at cell service in general, like once you built out your network, it's all like you know what free money basically, right? I mean, I don't know. Like now, for example, AT or uh, T-Mobile and Verizon. Just as an example, this isn't about cell service. This is about internet, right? So now they're releasing home internet. Yep. 
and they're charging $30 a month, $50 a month, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Basically, 100% all profit. Why? Because they don't have to build out. They're not building out a separate network just for internet. And like your, you know, the cost of your phone plan, like how much does it, does data actually cost? You know, it's very, very, very cheap. Just a hint, yep. a TLDR, very, very cheap. So how much does, does a gig of data actually cost? And then also we've got uh, MVNOs in the space that are charging uh, half the price or less for as good or better service. Uh, one example of this is U.S. Mobile. They're uh, what they call an MVNO. They're just a smaller piggyback company off of uh, off of Verizon, for example. So if you have Verizon, pay attention. This is the time for you to pay attention. U.S. Mobile will offer you an unlimited plan, fully unlimited, everything unlimited, uh, with up to 75 gigs of data before it gets deprioritized, which is, by the way, higher than Verizon, most of Verizon's plans. <coughs> yep. Uh, the same level of priority as Verizon customers. You get to, I think if you pay like 5 or $10 more, you get to use that data for hotspot. So you get hotspot data. Uh, you get, uh, you know, they're, they're working on like things like, uh, international calling and all these other things. So they've got, uh, a lot of these features and you know, all these things like Wi-Fi calling, blah, 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 blah. And I think for f uh, four lines, it's a hundred dollars, somewhere around there. I'd have to look at the exact price. Okay. How much do you pay for Verizon's cheapest plan though? You know, uh. is it $70 for their cheapest plan? That's always deprioritized 100% of the time. That doesn't yeah. give you any priority data. Yeah. That lacks a lot of the features. That is actually <laughs> prioritized lower. <coughs> it is, you know, on the, on the network traffic side, it's prioritized lower than U.S. mobile. And I think it's 70 bucks for one line. Yeah. You know? Well... So when I think about the cost of, of these carriers, these postpaid carriers, it's like, what are you really truly paying for? And is it worth paying that price? And now we're raising prices to a market that is pretty price sensitive. Like they're not raising prices on you and me, you know, well, at least me, I'm, you know, I pay for the, for their elite plan, the highest end plan. Yeah. And I'm probably honestly going to continue paying the highest end plan, even if they increase the price by 10 bucks. Yeah, Why? Because it's it. a good plan. Because I use that much data, because I rely on the priority, and it's it's a good plan. But for most people, <coughs> and the ones that they're increasing pricing on, I think are ones who rely on the lower pricing. Yeah. So I don't really understand it. Yeah, well, honestly, I think this is a win for the MVNOs. of Like, you were talking about Verizon and U.S. Mobile, and that made me think of um, Visible. You know, that's not high enough priority. I use a lot of cell data. That's not, you know, something I would use. But for 40 bucks a month for workable... You can get it as low as 5 <laughs> bucks a month, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, if you do the party pay thing. Exactly. Um, you know, for cell service, that's going to be good enough for most people and, like, give you unlimited hotspot data, yeah, at a much slower speed. Um but like that, that is looking kind of compelling, right? Like not for me, but 
I'm not most people, <laughs> you know? I mean, they are sinking a good amount of money into their, you know, their new network, their 5G stuff. But, I mean, even then, like, the cost of, for them to deliver the data is nothing. Yeah. So. It's the I rollout that's expensive. It's not the data. Like. Yeah, but. I mean, for 10 years, they pretty much did nothing. These networks stagnated. We've got sure. like, all kinds of basically you know, <laughs> slow speeds and congestion. and So for 10 years, they basically got free money. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I think they're way overpriced. And I think when I look at pricing <coughs> in Europe or other countries, the de- the price for mobile plans in those countries is a lot, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot cheaper. Than what it is in the U.S. And uh, so I'm not a yeah I, I'm not a it's very probably, happy person when I see companies raising prices. It's probably about as good too, or better. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, we'll move on. I'm I'm done yeah, babbling yeah. about this, but now we know that I very strongly oppose price raising, especially for uh, price sensitive consumers. I wouldn't object to it if they raised prices for me and for people with higher end plans. Yeah. Although although the prices are still too high, but people who are paying for higher end plans can afford to pay another five or ten bucks. Yep. Uh, and I wouldn't also be opposed for them lowering the the overall price if they removed half the perks that they have that most people don't even use. That also get put into your price. So. You know, imagine if they gave you this unlimited elite plan for like twenty bucks off because you're not getting HBO Max and this and that and the yeah, other thing, whatever yeah, else sure. they give you. Like, but anyway, T-Mobile expanding uh, their fixed wireless business to bid compete with cable. Exactly what we were just talking about. Yep. And this is a very biased press release I found from T-Mobile itself, so read it with a grain of salt. But um. So they're they're making that basically they're doing their whole uncarrier thing. They're doing it to internet. You know they're making it so that they're not locking you into any contracts, quote unquote. They're uh, yeah. they're they're not going to you know they're going to give you a free trial so you can try it out for fourteen days. Uh, you can give it a go and see what you like or don't like from it. And uh, yep, yeah, you can get this uh, you know home internet from T-Mobile. That's entirely overpriced because they're not paying anything to give it to you. But, you know, whatever. Uh, (laughs) My problem with fixed wireless internet, it's good in rural areas. It's great in rural areas where you don't have another choice. Except that mobile networks aren't very good out there, usually. In towns and cities, my problem with getting this kind of thing is that unless fixed internet is absolutely 100% always on prioritized above other traffic. Which it's probably I not. worry it's not. I worry a lot about congestion. I worry a lot about the day where you get on the internet and your kid's needing to do a Zoom call or you have some meeting for work and it just happens to be the time when people are commuting home or whatever and everybody's on their phones. And so your data just tanks. I I worry about a lot of that. I worry about the lack of access to a lot of the tools that most people use on routers. You know, because these uh, these, these, uh, network routers that the T-Mobile gives you are pretty locked down so you really can't do that much with them. Right. Which for most users may not be a problem, but I still something to consider, you know. You want to do 
uh, so the quality of the signal, the quality of the of the service and the traffic and that kind of thing. I don't know. It it, it bothers me. And they don't that. have the best routers either. Like they don't. They have really bad routers. And then of course you never really know if, when you get it, is it going to reach into your home? You know, one tip tip I'll give you is if you don't have very good cell signal in your house, chances are the router is probably not going to do much better. <laughs> uh, they they do have maybe a little <laughs> bit stronger antennas for transmitting or receiving power, you know, uh, signal. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of fixed wireless. I think AT&T is right to be focusing on fiber. Uh, yeah. Just as a disclaimer, they are uh, one of one of my carriers, but I don't. I'm just not a fan at all of fixed wireless. It's a it's a power play to make money from the carriers. Just a way for them to basically yeah. do very little work and get a bunch of money coming in. And I don't. I don't like it. Uh, it's not good for mobile network. You know, in, in the day where we have a bunch of spectrum, which we don't now, um, especially Verizon hasn't gotten access to its full spectrum, and AT&T still is it's not really deploying theirs and all that. In the day where, you know, the carriers have a bunch of spectrum deployed and we don't run into congestion issues, maybe then I can kind of see it, but I don't know. I don't see us getting there, and millimeter wave is just not penetrating into buildings and stuff as much. So, right. And most people don't have it. No. So, I I guess it. the counterpoint to that though is, <coughs> if you live somewhere where, like, your other choices are DSL or satellite. Oh, absolutely. Then you get mobile, one hundred percent. Mobile runs circles around all of those. Uh, 100%. I don't disagree. But cable is expanding. Sure. And fiber is expanding. Sure. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I would almost take SpaceX, uh, Spacelink or whatever it's called. Sat, what is it called? The Starlink. Starlink. Yeah. There you go. I'd almost take Starlink over fixed uh, <laughs> I'm just not a fan. I'm not a big fan of... You're not guaranteed any speeds. You're not you're not really even given a very accurate maximum speed that you might receive. Yeah. Like they kind of give you kind of this ballpark number that <coughs> maybe you'll get, maybe you won't. Damn. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm, I'm really not a fan. And yeah, I, but I think it so is the trend. People are getting into it. And if it helps them save money and it helps cable actually compete in that way, I think it's great. 100%. I mean, if you want to talk about cell service being overpriced, how about cable internet? Cable internet is overpriced, but the reason they get away with it is in many cases, no one else is in the area to compete, or you live in an apartment where they're not allowed to compete. Yep. I have that trouble here. Uh, where yeah, I live, it's Comcast, or I still have AT&T DSL, but that's not going to be around for long. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't want and, that. Uh, and I don't want that anyway. I tried it, actually, because I don't like cable at all. Uh, although right now my cable connection is very stable and I'm getting over 1,200 megabits down on Wi-Fi with cable. But I'm still not a big cable fan. Uh, nonetheless, I think yeah. cable is, is, you know, for the people that exist, is kind of the only option. And so these companies can get away with doing silly things like raising a bunch of people's price and doing the whole... And they haven't had to compete. I'm hoping that we will see the end of the two-year contracts. I'm hoping that we'll see the end of the, we'll lock you into one price and then magically increase it next month. 
right? I, I'm hoping that cable will actually step up and compete. I don't know that they will, but and that's yeah. just because there's not really we don't have any mandates <laughs> that requires competition. So, uh, and until we do, and the thing is, right out on, on my street, on my very street, I have fiber, but AT and T wants the complex to pay to install it in the complex, and so therefore, it's not actually in the complex, and I can pay. <laughs> Comcast, I can pay them like a thousand dollars or whatever to come and do uh, basically fiber to my home through cable, and that way I can get their three gigabit service. Yeah. But that's three hundred dollars a month. Wow! And there is absolutely no reason for anybody to be using a three gig service right now, since most servers won't even give you your theoretical speeds at a gig. Yeah. Like gigabit internet is more than most people need. So, uh, yeah. All right, let's see. I'm just doing a lot of babbling today. At this rate, we'll never get to anything. It's already 6:30. Oh wow! <laughs> blind Square has been updated. So if you have Blind Square, it's been updated, and they're working on things like directions and and other things. So. Um, blue uh, support for Bluetooth. I thought they already had support for Bluetooth hearing aids, but anyway, got support for Bluetooth hearing aids. Anyway, check out Blind Square, one of the better apps on the iPhone. I would say uh, it's not an Android app because they haven't seen any reason to bring it to the platform, but it is on the iOS side and one of the better apps I would say on the iOS side. Uh, although I don't know if they're still only relying on Foursquare maps, and if that's the case. The reliability might be questionable depending on where you live. So, uh, like here in the Bay Area, it's great, but that's because there's tons of people out here. So, and Kurt, you have devices not connected, so I don't know if you can hear me at all, but. We can't hear you anymore, so you might want to refresh. Uh, sorry there, Kurt. If you're a Mac user, you can download the desktop version of the VoiceStream Reader app. So now if you would like to use VoiceStream, which is a really good book reader and that kind of thing on your Mac, you can use VoiceStream. It's a really nice app. It works Hello. pretty well. Uh, haven't tried it on the Mac side. I know the phone app works great, though, and, and the Android yeah, app yeah. Is, uh, is pretty decent uh, enough. Why am I echoing? Why am I echoing? So, yeah, give VoiceStream a, a go on the Mac, and uh, I think you might not be disappointed. Maybe we'll do a demo of that at some point. Um, Kurt, it says you're back, but, man, I can't hear you. I don't know. He might want to try uh -huh. refreshing. Maybe your audio sources got changed again. How's that? How's that? I can, I can hear, me. hear me. All right, let's go to the Linux demo. Hello, hello, can you hear, can me? You hear me? Oh. Uh, hey, Kurt. Hello, hello. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here. 
Kurt, can you hear me? I can. I can. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, well, you are echoing. Let's see. Oh, that's because I'm... Where am I hearing you? Speak again? Hello. Hello. I can, I hear, can me hear me too. It's very, very strange. strange. Uh. Uh. Let's see if I've got any. Hello. Can, can you hear me? me? Yeah, I can't hear you on the uh, StreamYard side. That, that is so sorry. weird. Let me see what's going on here. Ah, I see. There we go. Was it something I screwed up? Nope. It was something I screwed up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All righty. Well, my audio source actually got somehow changed to line one. Not sure how. Yep. It's... StreamYard's done that to me a couple times. <laughs> okay, but now you're quiet, so now I have to uh, make sure. Huh. I have to see if it if that's my side or if that's the YouTube as well. Uh. Yeah, you seem quiet on the YouTube side as well. All right, let's go back into my levels. How's that? Is that any better? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yep, that is definitely all, better. All right. Of course, on the podcast side, you won't notice any of this because it'll just all be leveled out. <laughs> there we go. That's what you all get for watching us on YouTube. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. So we talked about the different things. We did. Now we're All wanting right. to do Linux land in Windows. <laughs> we'll do Linux land in Windows. So, so, Kurt, do you want to um, pull up a guide and guide me through it? I can. Yeah, we can do like a train session. Or, uh -huh. or you can just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'll push the buttons. Let me get uh, NVDA set up. Uh, Mr. Kurt's going to teach me how to set up, even though I already know how to do um, huh. All right, this will be fun. <laughs> yep, we're going to set up the thing for Linux. So, Okay. I got this Microsoft guide pulled up here. Hopefully they know what they're doing. Okay, let's... Uh Sound card. Oh. Leading menus. Streamyard camera or microphone recording. Google Chrome Canary. Main region. All right. Can you hear my jaws? I can. Good. So we got jaws. We're actually going to use jaws since a lot of people wonder why we don't use jaws more. Fair. All right. So now what do I do? How do I get this? I think I have to go to the store first. Oh. Well, what do I do? So it's looking like you, you need to go to the Windows command prompt or okay. PowerShell. Command prompt, all right. So let's see. 
Menu. Installed apps. I'll hit Windows X. Desktop. Shutdown. Run. Search. Alt. File Explorer. Settings. Task Manager. Terminal Admin. Terminal. Alt. Follow. Terminal. Go to Terminal Admin. User yep, Account you, Control Dialog. Do you want to allow this app to make changes? Do you want it to be running as administrator? Windows PowerShell. Windows PowerShell. Okay. I'm an admin. There we go. And it's looking like you want, it wants you to type WSL space hyphen hyphen install. Okay. WSL hyphen hyphen install. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's hit enter. I. Installing virtual machine platform. Installing virtual machine platform. 0.1%. 1.1%. Equals 2.1%. Equals 3.1%. Equals equals 5.1%. Equals 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 7.1%. Oh, it's going to install Ubuntu as default, though, which I think you like. Equals 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 10.1%. Equals 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 39.1%. Equals 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 30.1%. Equals 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 30.1%. Equals 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 31.1%. I'm hitting control, but I can't shut jaws off. Equals 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 33.1%. Equals 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 34.1%. Equals 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 37.6%. Equals 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 39.7%. Equals 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 42.0%. Equals 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 49.7%. Yeah, that's not good. Windows sign in. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%.
that people may not know about here. Um, and the first one of these is Windows T. Windows key and T. What that will do is open up all of the applications that are on your computer. It's kind of like Alt-Tab, Alt-Tabbing through all the windows, but it pulls them up in just a list here. Uh, and then you can just do left and right arrows to move through those open apps. And then press enter on the one to open. So it's it's a little faster way than alt-tabbing through a bunch of windows. And sometimes if you've got like a Bluetooth keyboard going on, holding down alt and then just pressing tab doesn't always work to cycle through more than like three windows. Um, so that's, that's a keystroke that I find useful here. Um, another one is Windows D. We'll take you back to the desktop, wherever you are on the computer. Um, Windows E will take you to your file explorer. And, you know, that should be fairly familiar. And Control-Shift-Escape will take you to your task manager. Now, you don't necessarily need to use all those keystrokes if you have the search box. I am in the habit. I didn't know all these because I just typed everything into the search box. But um, that's definitely... Those are some options that you have as well. Um, now, another way that you can get to the desktop if you have, if you have a lot of windows open... Um, and they're kind of getting in the way of each other, and you need to minimize everything at once, um, which has happened to me sometimes, especially when... Oh, it's looking like we have a namer. Um, but, uh, you know, it's happened a few times, like when I'm screen sharing a Zoom call or something, and there's so many windows open, uh, and I want to just start with something fresh. I can do Windows M to minimize everything to the bottom of the screen. And, you know, that that's just getting you started with Windows keystrokes. Of course, you've got your Shift F10 for a right click, uh, which I have to use a lot on my end because I've got a laptop that doesn't have an applications key. Um... Let me just make sure everything's still going here. Oh. It's looking like we don't have any comments yet. Come on, people. That's not good. But yeah, so those are those are keyboard shortcuts. Looks like we have Nimmer back, but th those are a few of the most useful Windows keyboard shortcuts that I've found. Uh, increase my efficiency quite a bit on Windows. Hello, mechanical click-clack. Hello. Hi. See up, Canary. All right, we've got my audio back. We do. Okay, so when I uh, logged in, Terminal automatically came up. Audio repeater one. Windows for my subsystem username. for Linux preview. Windows subsystem for okay. Linux preview terminal. Enter new Unix username. Okay, so i got to enter my username, so I'll just type it in. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Huh. And I'll press enter. 
New password. New password. Type that in. Retype new password. Password. Password updated successfully. Installation successful. To run a command as administrator, user root, use sudo less command greater. See man sudo root for details. Welcome to Ubuntu 20.04.4 LTS, new slash Linux 5.10.102.1 Microsoft Standard WSL 2x8664. Star documentation, https, slash slash help.ubuntu.com. Star management, https, slash slash landscape.canonical.com. Star support, https, slash slash ubuntu.com slash advantage. System information as of Thursday, May 5, 18 hours, 47 minutes and 47 seconds, PDT 2022. System load, 0. All right, there we go. So I'm, I'm very good. Slash home slash nimmer slash. This message is shown once a day. Blank, blank. To check for new updates, run. Pseudo apt update. Blank, blank. This slash home slash nimmer slash dot hush login file. All right, so I'm logged in. So should I do um, pseudo apt update? Sure. Let's see if we can uh, upgrade it and make sure everything's good to go. Pseudo password for nimmer. And then uh, let's see. How do we? Uh, we're gonna have to. Zero percent. You might have to find us a guide for get, getting um, get, desktop Linux apps, right? Oh sure, yeah. Reading packet. Gotta get Orca running. Eighty-two Nimmer. Right now, I'm just setting up my audio repeaters again since I Pseudo had to. apt upgrade. Reading Oh, those went bad. After this operation, twelve point need to get one hundred and fifty-one standard security updates. 82 upgraded, 9 XC utils slip, 82 upgraded, 9 newly installed, 0 to remove, and 0 not upgraded. Okay, so I've got... 51 uh, standard security updates, need to get 106 megabytes of archives. After this operation, 12.4 megabytes of additional disk space will be used. There we go. So I'll hit yes, I'll hit Y, hit enter. So I did uh, type in sudo apt update, and then I typed in sudo apt upgrade. There are ways of doing this through the updater, by the way. Uh, once you have access to a full GUI that you don't require a terminal, but we're just doing this. Zero percent working. Spe speech mode beeps. And I always set NVDA to beeps when I'm doing this because otherwise there's a lot of stuff going through the terminal. And you want to know when that, whatever it is, is finished uh, <laughs> going right. through the terminal. So I always set it to beep. And now it's not just talking, talking, talking. Because the speech can't keep up with it. Right. But the beeps can. All right. So it stopped beeping. Very uh, good. That could be that it's something's processing, but it could also be that it's done. So let's turn on speech again with NVDA insert S. JAWS doesn't have this feature. So if you're using JAWS, sorry to tell you, you can't have JAWS set to beep. But it would be helpful if you could. Speech mode talk. Processing triggers for Dbus. Jan Nimmer at Nimmer 8. Okay, we're done. Pro processing trick. Pro 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 installing new version of config file. Slash setting up lib. Set pro 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 so it's just set Nimmer up a bunch of stuff, and now we're done. Very good. All right. All right. So you're wanting to uh, get GUI support, right? Yeah. GUIs. Okay. Okay, all right, so you're going to want to open up a PowerShell window as administrator again. Yep, that's where I'm in. Okay. I think I'm in the Linux uh, prompt anyway. Okay. I don't know so if it's say there. it's saying you have to do this in the PowerShell side. I don't know if you can do it in the Linux side. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what's the command? 
WSL hyphen hyphen update. Okay, let's see. Installed desktop run sir, file ex- setting task terminal terminal computer terminal admin. admin secure desktop. Yes. Windows terminal Windows. Pa- okay, WSL update. Checking for updates. The most recent version of Windows subsystem for Linux is already installed. PSC use. Okay. All right. So then you're gonna want to do. You're going to want to shut down the virtual machine so it wants WSL hyphen hyphen shutdown. PSC, users nimmer greater. Okay, bye bye. All right. And then. So it, it's you can't you can't download a whole run desktops like GNOME or Mate or whatever. Uh, but. So you already did the sudo apt update. Yep. So it's looking like whatever app you would want to do, it would be like sudo apt install orca y or hyphen y. Oh, okay. Um, Is, am I missing something? Do you think? Is there something you have to do first? Yeah, I'm not sure that it'll run, but we can try it. But first, I have to restart the. Uh, oh well, sure. Virtual machine. So I'm. I don't know yeah. why we shut it down, but. <laughs> well, they told us to. <laughs> they told us to after the update. <laughs> Invalid but command. Okay. Nimmer at Nimmer HP laptop slash mnt slash c slash. There we go. So I started it up. <laughs> uh, WSL starts up. Very All good. right. Now let's do what? sudo apt install. Hmm. Will that work with Orca or do we need other dependencies first? We probably need other dependencies. Sudo okay. password for Nimmer. But let's see what happens if we do that. Reading package. After this operation, 133 megabytes of addition need to get 30.5 megabytes of R0 upgraded, 125 newly installed, 0 to remove and 0 not up. Yeah, see, it'll go through and install some of it, but it won't install. Speech dispatcher, speech dispatch, Python 3, Burlapi, Libong 3, Comet, Pops, 0 upgraded. All right, let's upgrade. hit yes. Get 1 HTTP, get 20, get 50, get 80, 100 per, selecting previous, wow, that- <laughs> selecting previous, 5, un- speech mode off, speech mode beeps. There we go. Yeah. That's going a lot faster than it did on my Chromebook. Ha. <laughs> oh yeah. But I also have gigabit, so sure. Alright. Uh well is it done? Let's see. Speech mode talk. Processing triggers nimmer at nimmer. Yep, looks like it's done. Okay. Alright. So what happens if you start NVDA and Orca at the same time? I don't know. Okay, let's find out. I don't think it'll actually launch. Traceback. Most recent call last. File slash USR slash bin slash orca. Line 272. Uh-oh. In less module greater. SYS dot exit. Main. File slash USR slash bin slash orca. Line good. 269. Nope. In main. Return orca dot main. File slash USR slash lib slash python 3 slash dist packages slash orca slash orca dot pi. Line 742. In main. In it. Pietspeak registry. 
file slash usr slash lib slash python 3 slash dist packages so slash orca slash orca dot pi uh -huh. in init quite a bit user settings file slash usr slash lib slash python 3 slash dist packages slash orca slash orca dot pi line 427 in load user settings <laughs> store smod map orca modifiers file slash usr slash lib slash python 3 Whoops. slash dist packages slash all right let's shut about killed <laughs> 18 colon no, 55 killed File not found I... error. Error no to no such file or directory. Raised child exception type. So yeah, no what do you... <laughs> file slash usr slash self dot execute. Now on my Chromebook, I got around this killed. by installing all the Numeric. GNOME packages and happened to have it, but I don't know. There's probably a better way. Well, let's see. What happens if you install GNOME Desktop? That's what I did on my Chromebook, and it made Orca work. Reading package. Unable to locate package GNOME desktop. Uh oh, there's no GNOME desktop. Reading it was just GNOME. E. And Fedora, it's GNOME desktop. Okay. E. E. Nimmer at Nimmer. R. Reading packet zero upgraded. 853 newly installed. Zero to remove and zero not upgraded. Okay. After this operation, 1,752 megabytes of additional disk space. Need to get 487 megabytes of archives. All right, <laughs> here we go. Let's hit Y. Zero percent working. S speech mode beeps. <laughs> that sounds funny. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Arkham won't really run without a desktop. I might be able to get uh, Emacs speak to run, though. Oh, yeah. What about mate or mate? I don't know the right way to say that. Is what that about better? mate? Is it better? Yeah, mate works fine, but you still need to install that desktop. So, man, you know, that's something else we can always install. Huh. And so apparently you can't actually run the whole desktop GUI uh, you can run the desktop apps, though, some of, some of them, sure. a good amount of them. Sure. Yeah, and that's exactly how it was on the Chromebook, too. Actually, on the Chromebook with Orca, Firefox, and LibreOffice worked pretty good. It just, I couldn't get Braille to work, and Orca was kind of laggy. But other than that, everything works pretty good. Yeah. This All machine's right. got, what, an i7H processor or something like that? I think so. So, it, yeah, it should be fine. Uh, come on! <coughs> <coughs> That's installing two gigs of packages. It has to extract them. And... Right. Alright. <laughs> Did you change your NVDA beeps? That sounds different than mine. Nope. Speech mode talk. Processing triggers for Nimmer at Nimmer. All right, we're done. Pro pro processing oh, Okay, that was actually bottom. not that Nimmer bad. That was cool. Yep.
blank nimmer at nimmer pseudo blank pseudo apt install double blank nimmer at nimmer hp all right space space nimmer at nimmer at nimmer h let's uh log out psc users nimmer greater s and let's uh all shut down gonna try and do orca t psc users WSL. Nimmer at Nimmer HP laptop. There we go. Let's see what happens if we start Orca. I still think we have some dependencies that are unmet. Warning. Could not load keyboard geometry for. Shocked. Bad name. Named color or font does not exist. Resulting key map file will not describe geometry. All right. Well, space, we space, got... Uh, Resulting key map DC. We got Bottom, Orca on. DC. I can hear it talk. And that's exactly the same error message it gave me on my Chromebook, too. Bad warning. Nimmer at Nimmer 8. Bottom. DC. I can't hear Orca. I can't really hear Orca either. Audio. Nimmer at Nimmer at Nimmer. Nope. No Orca. Warning. Nimmer at Nimmer. PSC. Nimmer at Nimmer HP laptop. Slash MNT slash C slash. I'm not sure if it's just like starting it and killing itself or what it's doing. Um. Or how to get into like a UI, like a like a GUI representation See, of it. Left, left, D, left, um, right. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Space tilde. Let's see. Let's try something here. S. Exit and. Let's exit NVDA. Bye NVDA. Desktop result Orca S blank. So I tried Orca S to try to get into the setup. Oh yeah. <coughs> Z one plus stopped Orca. Nimmer at Nimmer. There I just uh -oh. killed Orca. <laughs> I control Z. But what happens if now exit I do exit. Orca dash s no hello okay guess it doesn't like that desktop nimmer nim trace nimmer at nimmer trace slash breakpoint trap do you think orca this would be better in another distro blank nimmer at nimmer hp I'm not really sure blank orca 78 bind error star star 19 i don't really know if anybody's ever gotten orca running in wsl trace slash breakpoint trap <coughs> nimmer at nimmer bottom let me google it Pseudo Reading the following. Why? Why? Nimmer at Nimmer. Nimmer at Nimmer. Zero up. Nip. Why? Untitled document one Gadite. Ubuntu. Well, we have uh, Jedit open. Oh. Nimmer. Ha. Star. Star on. But NVDA, of course, doesn't support it. Right. Star untitled. Yep, NVDA is not reading. I wonder if uh, Narrator supports it. Huh. Exit NV. I'm I'm reading a mailing list where Jacob Kruger wrote in asking people to help him figure this out. Uh.
Yeah, so it should work with WSL2, is what people are saying. Star on Nimmer. Star untitled. Okay, let's see. Well, okay. I can't close out Jedit, nip, nip. so Jedit's just stuck yeah. there. Z. Nip. Star. star. Nimmer. Okay. Reading. Apparently, e. Alt Windows nip. S is supposed to start it, but if you can't start it from the terminal, I don't know how that'll help you. Windows S is supposed to start it? According to... I mean... How does it start it if you don't have a desktop installed? Yeah. Well, do we want to try Mate? I mean, I can. I'm just trying to... Uh... Nimmer at Nimmer bottom. Nimmer at Nimmer H. Let's see. Or do you have to want to build it from source? Nimmer at Nimmer pseudo. Uh, I'm not sure. So I'm saying I think there's a step that we're missing here. Pseudo. For getting a desktop going. Yeah, and their documentation said that like it doesn't actually support. New notification. If it doesn't support a desktop, then how can we get Orca running? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it supports it supports apps, but space. Yeah, but like, how do you switch to those apps or between those apps or? Star untitled document. Star. Yeah, I think you're supposed to do Nimmer. it all in the terminal. Uh. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. No, let's kill this Desktop. terminal, I guess. Start. And we'll try Nim Nimmer. again. So, let's see. We'll try to kill that. Exit. Lo Start. Nim Nimmer at Nimmer H. Exit. Logout. PSC. Um. Users. Thank you. Audio repeater. Admit, admit. Okay, that's gone. Oh, this guy on Twitter says he got Orca working. That's funny. WSL. WSL. The term WSL is... Nimmer at Nimmer HP laptop. So there's got to be some way of starting the desktop or, or starting, I don't know, building Orca or something? Yeah. Let's see. Slash... D Slash etc. Slash. P. T P. P A. Nimmer at Nimmer HP laptop. Slash etc. Dollar. P A space. Let's see. Network manager environment. Dot D login. Dot D E F S R C S. Dot D package kit ether types log rotate. Dot C O N F resolve. Dot C O N F. U Power Firefox Log Rotate DRMT X11 Fonts LSB Release RPC Adisser.conf Print.conf Ultrace.conf Arsis Log .conf Allsef Step LVM Arsis Log D Alternative Speeds.conf Machine ID Rigel.conf Apache Two Foot Magic Sane D 
apg.confguy.conf yeah, magic.mime we'll screen do that. Appermatter GDM3 mail cap because I've only gotten Linux apps to run in terminal at dot deny gnome chess mke two fs dot confs gml avahi graph mark probe dot d shadow bash dot bash group modules shadow bash completion group modules load dot d shells well bash completion dot d grub dot d i'm seeing a lot of people confused about this same thing too so it seems like environment emacs in nimerit i've been seeing people asking this question and no real good answers so far well so let's see Dash. I'd have to assume it should work, though, if you can run other. Abort. Like Nimerit. Other GUI apps, I'd think. Reading package list. After this operation, 5,000. Oh. Reading database, 50%. What are you installing now? I'm not. I'm removing Orca. Uh, oh, okay. Cross Nimmer at Nimmer 8. Nimmer at Nimmer. Reading. Done. Building depend. Reading state. Nimmer at Nimmer. Okay. I wonder if I need to um, comment the... Uh, I wonder if I need to um, comment out the sources in the sources file and then try to get Orca to install its dependencies. T P. But then I have to find out where Ubuntu keeps its sources list dot list file. Yeah. Well you could Which install another distro in there. I don't know if it does Fedora, but it says it's got like Kali Linux and Arch. So apt install Orca. Reading package lists. Fetched five Problem is, I don't think it's the issue of the distro if you can't even... Process Nimerit. I mean, it could yeah. be. X. X. Yep. Yeah, typing Desktop. Orca, nothing's coming up, so... Top. Screen reader, bottom. Screen reader preferences, Ubuntu. So I have the screen reader preferences, but Orca's not actually speaking. Nimmer, nimmer it. Sc screen yeah, reader that's preferences. not good. <laughs> uh, so it, that tells me, I wonder if... Z, one plus... If... Nimmer it, nimmer HP, screen... What does she call it? It's working. Nimmer like Pulse Audio? Yeah, or... Speech dispatcher. Oh, uh, sure. Let's see. Failed to connect to speech dispatcher. Error. Can't connect to Unix socket slash root slash dot cache slash speech dispatcher slash speech dot sock. No such file or directory. Autospawn. Autospawn failed. Okay. Speech dispatcher refused to start with error code, stating this as a reason. Nimmer at Nimmer HP. So we have no speech dispatcher. Reading. <laughs> e. Nimerit. <coughs> Is this kind of thing normal in Linux land to just have to be like, oh, what happened? Reading the following. <laughs> Zero up. Nimerit. Nim use pseudo. 
No, typically stuff works. I mean, there is some of this, but typically stuff just works. Um, you know, with most distros, you install them, you get speech. So the fact that this isn't working tells me there's something else happening, and I'm not sure what that is. Um, let's see. New notification from Google Chrome Canary. I wonder how I can restart this uh, Linux thing. Okay. You mean uninstall or install another distro or? No, I want to restart. System has. Oh. Failed to connect. Nimmer at Failed to connect to bus. Host is down. System has not been booted with systemd as in its system. PID 1. Can't operate. Can't operate. Nimmer at Nimmer 8. upgrade. Nimmer. Huh. Nimmer bottom. So I did uh, shut down slash R to restart. But it doesn't seem to like that. So. Uh, e how do I force this thing to restart? Oh, let's see. There are nimmer at nimmer h. There are stopped jobs. Log out. There are stopped jobs. Log out. Nimmer at nimmer. There nimmer. Log. E. There nimmer at nimmer h. Exit. Come on. Log out. PSC. Users. Okay, we're back in that, but I don't know if that actually killed it. PSC. Okay, so I told it to shut down. And now I'll tell it to start up again. New notification from Google. PSC blank. Nimmer at Nimmer HP laptop. Slash MNT slash. Okay. Oh, it's a kind of a. It's kind of a long command to restart. Get hyphen service. LXS SM. What? Manager. That doesn't make any sense. Inside PowerShell, right? Not inside the bash terminal. Uh, I don't know if you... You should be able to do it from in the bash terminal, shouldn't you? Oh! Is that right. Orca? Yeah, it's Orca. There we go. I just needed to get it started. Okay, <laughs> or restart the system, I guess. Okay, so let's go to... First of all, we'll go to Key Echo and disable this echoing shit. I can barely, barely hear it. Oh, you can't hear it? Very I faint. I suspect that the reason you can't hear it is that audio is not actually going through the... repeater... And I'm not sure the Windows sound mixer is going to let me do that. Let me check. Okay. Let's just see. Desktop. Really NVDA. Start window. Search audio. Audio repeater, <coughs> madam. Audio repeater. No, I want to do a mixer sound. Mixer. Sound mixer options. Settings. There Settings window. System out in apps grouping list. Systems audio audio repeat. Google Chrome NVDA remote app audio. Windows terminal button. Remote app audio button collapsed. Seven of eight expanded. Remote app audio grouping. Mute app button. Adjust the output output device combo box default collapsed. Remote line two virtual audio cable. 
Remote mute app but remote app audio okay. button expanded seven Windows terminal button collapse expanded Let's just Windows that. adjust the output volume slider output device combo box line two virtual op, window mute app button Windows terminal There we go. Alright, let's see. Okay. New notif Exit NVDA dialogue. What would re exit? That'd be cool oh. if it Desktop audio repeater audio nimmer screen reader preferences screen read Oh, there's Orca. Oh, is that coming through? No. Okay. I mean, I can hear it quiet. It's that OK button. So apparently, it's I can't get it to come through the stupid virtual cable. <laughs> uh, New notification from Google Chrome Canary. Shut up. Key echo page. Yeah, exactly. New notification from Google. New notification. It's like I can hear it, but it's very quiet. I think it's being picked up by the feedback from my headphones. Uh... Unfortunately, yeah. I don't think I can... Uh, that would make sense. Unless I go into Linux audio settings or into a config file somewhere and change the yeah, audio yeah. source. That's probably too much for tonight. Audio repeater 1.60. Screen re... Screen re audio repeater 1.60. Audio... Nimmer at... Audio... Nimmer... Nimmer at... Nimmer eight. Okay, so let's open up an app, then let's do... Apt install. Uh, I don't know. E E R. Pseudo app blank. P blank. P U U P U. See, I don't know how I can get. Um, New notification. Like Orca is almost running in this its own process in the terminal. Yeah. So I almost need to have like two terminal instances open, one to open other apps and one to have Orca running it. I don't know how to open yep. an app while Orca's running. Yep. Um, you can have Orca run in the background. So like when I did this on the Chromebook, if I did Orca See, and then the ampersand, then it would stay open. Uh, I'm not sure that it is going to do that here. But two one hundred. That was the only kind of workaround I ever found for run it. Run orca blank. Run orca replace to replace that process with a new nimmer at run blank. And star. Two X nimmer. Okay, let's just do kill all orca. Pseudo pa Let's kill orca. Orca. Three terminated nimmer at nimmer eight. Reterminated. Good, good. Cool. One one hundred and twenty-nine. Nimmer at nimmer. Okay. Oh, we have Let's comments. Do. Let's see what Thomas said. Install Libra. E. A. Office. Reading the following. After this operation, do you want to continue? Yes. Zero percent. Get one. Speech oh, hey, Quentin said speaks. good evening. Hello, Quentin. Hello, Quentin.
the word nerd fifty one thousand two hundred eight. What is that? He's, ask, he's asking us if we had to do an extra step to set up audio. Or, well, no, I, uh, I didn't have to do any more steps to start up audio, but I did have to restart the uh, the Linux instance. Yeah, right after right after they asked that, they were like, "Guess not." Nope. All right, let's see. Speech mode talk. Processing triggers. Okay, let's try to do now. Sudo apt install. Uh huh. Firefox? Reading. Sure. If you don't have it already from Zero GNOME. Uh, yeah, that's true. Probably came installed. All right. Let's do... <laughs> Space. New notification. It Mozilla Crash Reporter. <gasps> oh, that's oh, no. Good. Oh, no. Yeah, and see, Orca's not speaking in this window. Mozilla Crash Reporter, Ubuntu. Mozilla. I don't know. When I was doing this on the Chromebook, that little ampersand making it run in the background sometimes worked, but it was kind of clunky. New notification from Google Chrome Canary, Facebook. Mozilla. Oh, got LibreOffice. All right. Hello, okay. Tip right. today, 2 slash 222. New notification, untitled one LibreOffice writer, Ubuntu. All right, so we have got LibreOffice up. <laughs> Hello, this is a test. <laughs> okay. So now let's see if we can get into the menus. Pain. New note of pain. 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 Yep, looks like we can. Pain. Pain. <laughs> and of course, uh, NVDA keeps saying pain, pain. Yep. Because being a pain. Uh, but Firefox isn't working. And that might be because it's in Ubuntu as a container app. And I don't know what version oh. of Ubuntu they have. Probably, but the newer versions of Ubuntu are set to run in containerized apps. So oh, that's yeah, causing that's... issues at the moment. So, so you'd want to switch the distro over to something else. Probably. Uh, Pain. Untitled one leap. Let's see. Nimmer, nimmer. Let's try to open up. Should we open up Audacity? Sure. Audacity. Oh, I probably Z, need to two plus kill that. Nimmer. Reading pack. After that, do you want to continue? Yes, let's Zero first. That. Get three HT. Get twelve. So selecting, selecting, audacity. selecting. Pre <coughs> processing triggers. Nimmer at Nimmer HP laptop. Process Nimmer at Nimmer eight. Untitled one Libra Office writer Ubuntu. Welcome to Audacity, Ubuntu. So are these just Untitled showing up Libra as things you can alt-tab between, like, in your regular Windows windows? Or how is that working? So Audacity, Audacity is Ubuntu. working. Uh, let's see. Untitled one Libra Office Writer. Untitled one Libra Office yes, Writer. Yes, you can alt-tab between them. You certainly can. Uh, but Orca kinda... is now not working in the Libra Office window. Audacity. Uh -oh. 
So Yep. Not good. Un untitled not good. one Libra office. Nim nim untitled one Libra. So yeah. Audacity Ubuntu. Very good. Very so that's good. Working. Untitled one Nimmer at Nimmer H Nimmer at Let's see. Yeah, you can't all New notification from Google Chrome Canary dot dot. Shut up. Audacity Ubuntu. Audacity Ubuntu. Nimmer at Nimmer HP laptop. Untitled one Libra. Untitled. Uh, I'm not sure Orca doesn't read when you all tab between things. So Audacity that's not Ubuntu. Happening. Audacity Ubuntu. It just kind of reads when you land into an app. Uh, that's great. Okay. Orca seems to be quite limited in here. Like you know, you can do you can do things in some Linux apps, but it's yeah, it seems to be pretty limited here, and that's just going to be limited until because I'm I I really I need to look at uh, Windows 11 because I'm pretty sure that you can run GUI apps and and run uh, you know even like a, a more full okay. desktop or something. Okay, if there's audacity. If there's a better way, that would it. yeah, that would be cool. Exit and exit. Okay, so in order to use some of the numpad commands, I had to turn off NVDA. So there's that. That's fun. Uh, but now I can't switch Windows without Orca not reading. So yeah, that's not good. Desktop. Okay. Audacity. Well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> also, Alt F4 doesn't seem to work. That's great. So I'm not quite sure. How you close anything in here? Untitled one Libra Office Writer. Nimmer at Nimmer HP Laptop. Nimmer at. Let's just kill this. Nimmer. Nimmer at Nimmer HP. We can be done with it for now. <laughs> exit. Hello, Audacity, exit. Libra Office 6.4 document recovery, oh, no. Ubuntu. I don't care if it's not recovered. Ubuntu. Discard. Yes, Libra I want Office, to discard. Ubuntu. Audacity, Ubuntu, Administrator, Win Administrator, Windows PowerShell. So I have PowerShell and I have uh, Linux running, but that's not in the terminal. It's very strange. Yeah, that is weird. Start window. Search window. Audacity. Ubuntu. I'm not sure. Administrator. Uh, anyway, Admin let's just kill this thing. WSL. Dash dash shutdown. PSC. Users Nimmer. Great. Thank you. Select audio. All right. Microsoft. So the next thing that we're going to do is Kurt's going to play his recording. Yeah. And my repeaters were screwed up, so I'm trying to fix that. Oh, are your repeaters still broken? Yeah. What's wrong with them? I can always mute. You can just do screen share. Yeah. We could. Let's see. Now I have to do... 
Okay. Let me just see if... If this didn't work, I'll do a screen share here, but... Oh, yep, okay. Yeah, my only thing I don't like about screen share is this is in stereo. I hope that'll come through. Uh, yeah, it will. Okay. All right, so let's do a screen share. As long share. as you have stereo checked. I do. Okay. Okay. Share screen. Share system audio. Entire screen. Share system audio. Share screen audio. All right. So this was just something I recorded because I wanted to kind of share a few navigation walking around tips that I've kind of picked up over the years that I didn't necessarily learn from formal training or mobility instructors, as useful as they often are. I found I've just over the years of walking around and traveling on my own. I've kind of picked up some stuff. Um, so I was going to show some of that here. So here we go. This was this is about a 20-minute recording of me going to the gas station and back and a few random interactions with strangers along the way. So here we go. Hello, Blind Tech Adventures, and welcome to this adventure-ish. Kind of a weird stereo effect podcast. going on, but... I think it's better than last now, time. Now, what I'm gonna do today is just go on a little walk around my neighborhood. I'm gonna go pick up some Gatorade, I think, because I've been having kind of a cough lately and think some kind of a flu. And that sounds really good. So, not beer this time. Um, and we're gonna go to a different gas station that's a little farther away. Um, this is one I don't know as well, so I might get lost or something and have to figure it out. Um, but. Hopefully that'll give me a chance to show kind of some of the, uh, you know, some of the tips that I have learned. Sorry, I just found a paper on my door. I will deal with that when I get home. All right, so first tip as I leave my apartment and lock the door if you live in a cheap apartment building a lot of times, stairs are going to be faster than the elevator. So that's what we're going to do today, folks. We are going to go down the stairs. Now, I don't know how well the stereo effect is going here. I tested it a little, so it should be better than it was last time. But I know it all depends on how straight I'm holding up my phone. And as you'll see today, I'm not always the straightest person. Man, that could get quoted out of context. <laughs> All right, so here is my staircase, stairwell thing. Got a few flights of stairs to go down. Can't believe I'm doing this. Feels like a, I don't know, some kind of a really crappy version of a travel vlog. 
people are going to be staring at me. <laughs> Maybe not as much as they already do. I don't know. All right. Got vending machines on my left. This is where I usually get my soda. Uh, open in the name of the Republic. Would help if I actually put my key in the keyhole. Uh, and... Wow, that was kind of hard with a cane in one hand and a phone in another hand. So points for Aura, if they ever figure out how to make that viable. Um, I guess this would be easier to do if I had both hands free. All right, so here's my apartment complex front door. Don't know if you can hear these cars moving in front of me. Um, That's definitely something that was a good tip I got from a mobility instructor was one time I was very nervous and new to walking around. And my teacher was like, Kurt, traffic is your friend. Don't hate traffic. Traffic's your friend. And she's right. It's very good to hear cars. Um, they can tell you a lot, not just about where you are, but about the kind of street you're walking on. Um, You know, it's, it's, you know, I, I suspect most of you are aware that that's a good tool to have. All right. So we're going to be coming up on my first street in a few minutes here. I hope you can hear those cars are on my left going south. Uh... So I'm headed north on the east side of the road. That's another thing. I like cardinal directions. Not everyone does. If you're more of a clock person or a degree person or a, I don't know, slice of pie person. Um, the thing is to find a system that works for you. I, I tend to go with the cardinal directions because it's more like standardized. Um, but whatever one you know, whatever one you use. You have to take things people tell you with a grain of salt because most other humans aren't going to understand it. And I don't know if you can hear, I have the chirpy light going, which means this would have been my time to cross the street. Um, but I wasn't really paying attention, so I'm going to wait for the next cycle to go so I don't get smashed into a pancake. That might be fun for you podcast listeners and YouTube watchers. Wouldn't be for me. So I don't know if you can hear that little uh, cuckoo. Now this, my perpendicular traffic is going. Now if you have audible stoplights, I know there are a lot of opinions on those in the blind community. And mine tends to be, I think, somewhere in the middle of the extremes. You know, people on one side will say, sometimes intersections are so bad you need those to know what you're doing. And that's true. I think it's rare, but it is true. Then sometimes other people will say, well, but, uh, there we go. I've got parallel traffic and the light, so I'm crossing here. Uh, you know, but sometimes other people on the other side will say, oh, you know, you don't need those at all. In fact, they hurt because you need to listen to the traffic and not the stoplight. I think both of those extremes are kind of right and kind of wrong. Um, 
to where those audible... Yeah, can you hear that cuckoo? I made it across in plenty of time. Um, it's a useful <laughs> third or fourth level tool after the other tools. So what do I mean by that? I definitely think it's more important to listen to traffic. But, you know, those audible signals are going to be right 18 or 19 times out of 20. Um, and when they aren't, a lot of times it's just because drivers are being dumb. So, you know, I don't really think it's the case that it's useless. I just think it's not the most important uh, indicator. So if you have audible signals, don't ignore them, but don't rely on them completely either. Um, especially if it's a quiet street and you don't get very much traffic on your sides to know when to cross, those can be very useful. But at the same time, you know, you have to be listening to what's around you also, otherwise it's gonna screw up sometimes and you will probably die. Uh, or maybe just get your cane ran over or the, your foot ran over or something. All right. Oh, I actually don't like the way I did this. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be crossing a busy street here, so I'm actually gonna loop back around to be walking north on this somewhat busy street so that I'll have more parallel traffic when I cross the busy road. I'm far enough, well, I'm close enough to the corner that I can loop back and it's not a big deal at this point. Um, I would have been crossing like a, you know, eight lane street or something with not a very good light, which, you know, is doable, but I'm already paying some attention to the recording. I'd rather have, you know, I'd rather have more parallel traffic. So that's what we're going to do. Sorry for the extra 30 seconds, but we're just about turning north again. And there we go. So now, when I go across the busy road, I'll have more traffic and a little bit longer light. And I'll actually be crossing by a light rail station. Where I go when I need to catch the train. Um, <clears throat> so I guess that's another tip that I've learned. Is, you know, it's one thing when you're in a new place and you're kind of depending on the maps apps and, you know, your Google Maps or... Good maps, good maps, doo -doo -doo, or nearby explorer, or whatever it is. You don't know the area fair enough. It'll get you where you're going in a good way most of the time. You know, don't don't be a slave to it, but you can follow it. That's cool. But but in areas you know, it's okay to find ways you like better to go places, even if it's not what the app says. Um, like for example, this way I'm going now might be like half a block longer way to get to the gas station or something but i have a much easier and safer crossing and so that's like a fair trade in my book uh -huh. 
The street we're walking along now is called 200 East. <laughs> Should be getting close to the busy road here. This is very strange stereo. Yeah, I can hear the cars on the busy road. I don't know if you guys can yet. Um, so another thing with street crossings, I'm going to say something that's maybe controversial, and I don't want any cane travel teachers here to quote me out of context, because yes, straight is best. It's good not to veer. It's good to be walking in the same crosswalk that has been built for people to walk in. However... You do not need to be a perfectly straight arrow to successfully cross streets safely. In fact, sometimes if you know that you're a kind of someone who likes to veer, you can proactively veer away from traffic a little, which sometimes I do, especially in bigger roads. And it may mean that when I get to the other side of the street, I'm not perfectly in the crosswalk. I'm a little farther... Uh, you know, I'm a little farther over. All right, I've got the light here. But that's okay, hello. Yep. I was actually a little far over that way, so I'm gonna move closer to the crosswalk. I'm walking past tracks right now, the light rail station. So, I just did that. I just veered a tiny bit away from the parallel traffic. And more than I usually do. Um, it's not something I recommend doing necessarily. But it's a lot better than veering the other way. So if you're somebody who veers, um, occasionally, especially if you think you're not starting out straight, um... You know, get as straight as you can, but it's perfectly okay to veer a little bit away from traffic while you're crossing the road. And then if you end up on the other side of the road, a couple steps out of the crosswalk, but away from the parallel cars that you're crossing the street with, that is a win in my book. Um, and yes, sometimes I do that. Alright, so we've now got the very, very busy street called 400 South on my right-hand side. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you don't need to be perfect to be good enough, is what I'm getting at. And it's okay if you're walking around and you make a wrong turn and you're like, oh, okay, how do I fix this? It's fine. Um... In fact, sometimes that's a great way to find some new stuff that you didn't know was there before. If you end up turning down a street that you weren't expecting to or something. Um, you know. Not saying it's something I encourage or anything like that, but it's okay. And you can even kind of make some use out of those mistakes. Uh... We are passing by something. Great I think song. this is called Cafe Ebola. 
they don't have any food but they have fantastic fantastic coffee so if that was what I wanted I could have stopped here um, another thing is if you're looking for a business it's totally okay to just walk into a random business if you know you're on the right track and ask people um, for information um, now I say that deliberately ask for information because if you just tell people where you're wanting to go, they're probably going to either want to take you there, at least that's how they will do it in here, Mormonville, Utah. Um, you wouldn't believe the amount of people who offer me rides who are like complete strangers here. But anyways, um, I think it's always better to ask for information then straight directions unless you're very close to the thing and you know it's within somebody's uh line of sight then you know then you can probably just ask where this thing is if you can't find it um but i tend to get much more mileage out of a question like what street is in front of me as opposed to you know where is main street um so that, that, that's something I've learned is when you're getting directions from people, it's good to ask for as limited specific things as you can. All right, here's parallel cars on my right. This is the busy road. I don't have a chirp chirp, but I don't need one because I've got a crap ton of parallel traffic here. You should be able to hear it on my right. And how'd I do? We got to the other side. Eh. Was about half a cane sweep out of the crosswalk away from traffic. That's acceptable in my book because I'm not a perfect straight arrow and you don't have to be. All right. So this gas station is interesting. It's on a corner. And I remember one of the entrances into it pointed me right towards a big old fence. So, uh... If you're looking for an address on a corner, it's almost sometimes good to first try the other street other than the one the address is on. So, for example, this address is 309 East, 400 South. I'm going up 300 East first to see if there's any kind of a uh, entrance into the parking lot on that side. And there is, so we will check it out. Now, I'm not here to knock anyone's cane preferences, but I wouldn't be able to get around without a metal or a ceramic tip on my cane. I happen to have a metal one now on a straight style NFB cane. I've also used ceramic tips on the Ambutech Evolution style folding cane. But I don't know if you can hear. That's an... <laughs> Hello, people. That's an echo off the building, right? So that's how I know there's something in front of me. Now I'm hoping this is the actual gas station. Nope, that's the fence. So it sounded like a building. 
Sure. All right, so that was actually the back of the building I found first. Now I'm on the sidewalk going to the door, um, which I think I would have noticed without those people calling out directions, but they were being nice, so that's fine. Um, and here's the front door of the gas station. I'll put you guys in my pocket. Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> As you all can see, I'm just in line waiting. Well, the stereo this is the effect. funnest part as a blind person, getting people to help you. The stereo is almost better in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, the stereo is more realistic in my pocket. Sadly, stereo is working. Huh. Hey! Can I help you? Yeah, can you help? I just want like a lemon lime Gatorade. Lemon lime. Hey, Ollie! Yes, I'll have Ollie help you. Okay, cool. Will you help him? He wants, he wants lemon lime Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I'm blind. <laughs> Me? A lemon lime? Yeah, on my end, the stereo is actually much better. Yeah, I want one of those. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of times I like to go with them, but, you know, it's busy enough here that I'm not going to argue this time. This is This is the part of the thing that's we all share this frustration, I'm sure, where I wish you could just go find the thing in the gas station, and there's not really a convenient way to do that without somebody doing it for you. So even if you're the best traveler in the world, that's a problem you're going to run into, and it just sucks. But that's okay. It works. So I got you this unsweetened leaf, no sugar tea. That works great. Alright. <coughs> uh, power? Yeah. Are you going to pay the card or pay? Card is good. There we go. Yeah, perfect. Five, seven, five, water. Hmm. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Thank you. back outside <laughs> uh, I hope it's still recording when it's locked um, okay good we're still going perfect so I've got this bag around my left arm that I'm also using to hold my phone. And we're walking out towards traffic. See, that's another thing. I think a lot of times travel instructors, mobility teachers will overemphasize the importance of orientation and remembering exactly where everything is. Now, don't get me wrong. That's useful. But if you're not great at it, like I'm not great at it, um... You can still, like, hear where the traffic is and know, like, okay, I have to walk towards the busy street. And then maybe when you get there, you're not quite lined up with the driveway to the parking lot, so you got to move around a little bit on the parking lot edge until you find the exit. That's totally fine. Some people will tell you that's not efficient, and maybe it's not, but it's better than staying home, and it doesn't add that much time. So if you're not the best at mapping your surroundings that you, you can still be good enough. Okay. Oh, that guy turned. Don't know if you could hear that person turn in front of me. There's my parallel. On my left this time. Now, I don't know if you can hear the car that has stopped on my right side, but sometimes when you're crossing roads... Um, now, in America, because the cars are moving on the right side of the road, it's always on the... When the cars are on your left, you can hear... Uh, when your parallel cars are on your left that you're crossing the street with here in America... Um, when you get to the other halfway across the street, there is, uh, you know, there are like blocker, they call them blocker cars. I don't know why they call them that, but they're cars waiting for their turn to cross the street. So that can sometimes help you stay straight. Uh, but in my mind, straight is kind of a moving target. It's straight enough, right? You don't want to be walking, you don't want to be walking into traffic. You don't want to be outside of the crosswalk if you can help it and you certainly don't want to be so far outside the crosswalk that people are freaking out but i don't think straight is absolute um you know and it's okay to veer a little away from traffic when you're crossing a road and i think i've said that enough um all right oh lovely that's the problem with these NFB straight canes, is you kind of have to hold them very loose, 
And so sometimes if they hit something just the wrong way, you drop it on the ground and you have to pick it up again. Oh. But so yeah, whatever kind of cane tip you use, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to trash talk what works for you, but I certainly like things that can give me more echoey feedback in like a big parking lot. So something like a ceramic tip or a metal tip. Um, I've never really, well, oh, here's a car right in front of me. Okay, he moved. Thank you. Pardon? Sorry, sorry. Uh, we were all trying to avoid this car that was kind of sitting in the driveway here. So my cane whacked a human, and that's unfortunate. But sometimes that happens when cars aren't paying attention. Uh, and no real harm was done. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. <laughs> Don't know what that was about, but that's okay. All right. Seems like my cane whacked more things on this sidewalk coming back. But it does look like I'm still on the right road. The sun is where it should be. And yes. Hear that train coming? So that's another way I know I'm on the right road right now. And this is not one I want to cross because this is the busy road that I'm going to cross that's moving right now. This light sometimes takes a minute, so we got to be a little patient. Here comes the train. I ride that train quite a bit. Light should change in a minute. That was just a turning car. And it's going on the other side of the road. Here we go. There was the chirp. I'm going to wait for a parallel car. There we go. Here's our parallel. So a lot of times, even though I hear the chirp, I'll wait for some additional confirmation that it's actually my time to cross. <laughs> Here we go. I'm going much straighter this time around. One, two, walking past the station on my left. Three, four. I will, I'm counting the, the little um, 
track cracks in the street with my cane. Um, and wow, I'm glad that guy was looking. Um, turning car just crossed probably two feet behind me. That was a little bit jarring, but it was not my fault. All right, so now we're about a block away from my apartment. Now, I know some travel teachers or mobility instructors will talk a lot about shorelining, which is a very strange name. I don't know where they came up with that. We're not by water. This isn't a dang ocean. Um, and that's the idea that you have to constantly be tapping, you know, on the left or uh, absolute left or right side of your arc with your cane. You've got to be tapping the grass, depending on which way you're walking. I don't really buy into that. Um, unless there's a specific reason, like let's say I'm looking for the next driveway or something, then sure, I'll keep more track of the grass I'm walking by. But um, generally when I'm just walking down a sidewalk, you know, I may occasionally find the grass with my cane every like 10 or 20th sweep back and forth. Um, but I don't really see the need to like be married to it. Um, that's a fun little, uh, don't know what that little metal thing was in the sidewalk that my cane was whacking, but there we go. Um, and in fact, sometimes it's more useful to go the other way and move as close to the road as you can on the sidewalk you're on just to make sure you know kind of how wide it is, where the curb is. You know, it might freak people out because they think you're going to walk into the road but especially as a cane user, and it's all about finding the obstacles that you don't want to hit with your body, but sometimes you want to be doing the opposite of that shoreline technique, and sometimes you want to be walking towards the road while not going into the road. Um, that's sometimes a very deliberate thing I do, and it kind of makes me laugh at this point because I sort of know when people watch me doing that, they're going to think oh my god he's gonna die you know people sometimes yell at me like whatever that that's just kind of the most people don't i think at this point most humans know that i kind of know what i'm doing but uh not everybody there are certainly enough and i'm a little surprised this walk went as smoothly as it did without anybody yelling at me Especially because I did one street crossing that wasn't perfectly straight. I guess that guy did yell at me a little. Um, <clears throat> and here is the up street closest to my apartment here. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Uh, you pressed the button? Yeah, I did. Still waiting on it. Cool. Thanks. No problem. There we go. That's good now. Yeah, I'm just going to wait for that car. There we go. Yeah. See, like that a lot of times, even when people tell me it's good, they're probably right. But I've had enough times in my life where they aren't, that it's like, uh, 
what was that old thing Ronald Reagan, the American president, said, trust but verify, you know? Um, pardon me. You know, like, that guy was perfectly right. I could have gone. But I always wait just a second until my parallel traffic goes. Just as kind of, you know, I'd rather have people think I'm crazy than die. Um, and since I can't see the light, that's what I gotta do. Uh, so I guess to summarize my few random tips I've been saying as I've been walking. First is, straight is relative. You don't need to be perfectly straight as an arrow. You just need to be straight enough. And if you're someone who tends to veer, make yourself veer the other way. And then over time, if you're anything like me, over time you'll get straighter. I'm not perfectly straight yet, but I'm much straighter than I was a few years ago. Um, and the times I veer too much are... They still happen. I will still occasionally veer into traffic. But it's maybe now like... Uh, once or twice a year that happens instead of once or twice a week. Um, and when that happens, now I'm a lot better at noticing quick and fixing it. Um, so that's, enough, that's, that's the first thing. Straight is uh, relative. It's not perfect. The other thing is Traffic lights are a tool, but they're not the most important tool to use. You know, but they're still useful in addition to traffic. Um, and then I guess the other thing is, if you're not good at orientation, you can still probably be good enough just by listening to things around you and making educated guesses. Here's my apartment complex. Um, and then the other thing is, when you're asking people for things, ask them about things they can see. And don't ask them how to get there. Ask them where it is. You know, ask for information, not directions. Unless you know you're very close to something, then directions work. That's sometimes. That's kind of my take on that. Um... This part's fun. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I could go more into, like, specific cane techniques I use or whatever, but... Oh, I walked too far. Where are the stairs? There are the stairs. Um, I was walking into, like, our exercise room. Um... <laughs> And I've lived in this apartment complex for almost two years, and I still do that sometimes. So, that's another thing that I think I've noticed with a lot of mobility instructors is they want to teach you to be very, very good at going a few places as efficiently as possible when I kind of think the better... Uh, option is get good enough at going lots more places efficiently enough. Um, you know, and there are good and bad sides to each approach, but that's kind of my strategy is it's not so bad to get lost. Uh, you know, 
the getting unlost part can be very educational. And actually, I've learned quite a few things about my city. Those times I've taken a wrong turn down a street, I wasn't expecting to. Now, obviously, that's not something you want to do all the time, especially when you're on a schedule and time is money and whatever else. But, you know, uh, while that's all true, I think we get enough of the other side of that attitude in the blindness world. Um, so I would rather kind of show the virtues of the other side of that equation. But... Yeah. Here we are about to my apartment. Got to get on the podcast in probably about a half hour. And I've got to figure out what the hell they left me on my door. So we are going to... I guess we're going to unlock the phone. All right, now we're back in my apartment, and we're going to open my door. Except not quite. Oh, well, this isn't right. Did I miscount the steps? I might have gotten off on the wrong floor because I was so busy talking to everybody here. Let's check that. I have been known to do that before. I bet I'm on floor four. Uh, and I live on floor three. So the easiest way to check that is I will walk by the elevator here. And one of the few places this apartment complex does braille right is on the elevator doors. It's wrong most other places. Yep, I'm on floor four. I went a level too far. <coughs> but that's okay. Because we have stairs right here. And no big deal. Cost me about a minute of my life. Oh, well. Um, and Nimmer and I have had this conversation a lot before where he's like, those minutes add up. And it's true, they do. But I don't think it adds up so much to where it's not worth going out and doing what you want to do. We're passing my laundry room. I'm glad that apartment was locked. Otherwise, that could have been very funny. <laughs> da da da. All right. Now we will open my door. And here we are, home sweet home. Woo, it's hot in here. Gonna open a window. All right. This has been Kurt Gets Lost and Pretends to Keep It Cool, otherwise known as Blind Tech Adventures. There we go. Very, very good, good, Kurt. Kurt. Very, very good. good. <laughs> oh, oh, I need I to stop the screen, screen share. Oh, yeah, that might help. There we go. Well, 
Uh, that was a success because you're still alive. Uh-huh. But I do have a couple of questions. Sure. First of all, what uh, what was the thing at your door? I haven't I haven't read the paper yet. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. And then my next question is, I think our, our audience wants to know what was at your door. The next question then becomes, you were talking about, uh, you know, street crossings here in America and parallel street crossings. And uh-huh. so I'm wondering, in other countries, do they cross with parallel with uh, perpendicular traffic? <laughs> no, but I suspect, I think what I was trying to say and didn't say very well is, you know how in America, when the parallel traffic's on your left... No, I know what you were saying. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. In in like the UK or something, maybe the cars are standing still when the traffic's on your right. I don't know. <laughs> but yes, cross with perpendicular traffic. See how well that goes for you. Uh, or or don't. I'm not responsible for you if you do. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's a better way of putting it. Please don't sue us. Please don't sue us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, this has been a marathon. Yeah. We don't have any more comments, but thank you very much for everybody who's showed up, who's attended, sure. who's uh, listened this far. We, uh, appreciate you. Appreciate all the plays. Please share it out. Tweet, tweet it. Snack, chap it. If you have ideas of things that you'd like us to cover, let us know. And uh, you can always send us an email. Email at blindtechadventures.com. You can sign up to the mailing list. Uh, that the link to that is on the website and in the YouTube channel description. And it's just uh, you can always just send an email to Blind Tech Adventures, the plus sign subscribe at googlegroups.com. Yeah. And if you email us and tell us you want to subscribe, we can always subscribe you as well. So it's not a big deal. We'll send out announcements about upcoming shows and things like that. We'll get better at uh, sending those out. So. Uh, yeah, the podcast. If you want to listen to a better audio version of that without all the volume issues, um, probably be mostly the same. I don't think I'm going to edit very much, if anything, out because that just takes work. And yeah, if you'd like to do that for us, let us know. But we'll put it up as is. But the audio quality is definitely going to be better on the podcast side. So feel free to subscribe to that, and uh, you can do that in your whatever podcast player of your choice uh, we do have some victor streams i was actually shocked to see that we have an ipod wow uh on the you know, like an ipod touch in, like an ipod i don't know exactly what kind of an ipod but it's an ipod you know i am a little sad they don't make those anymore we also have a number of victor reader streams so you can sign up on whatever thing that you want uh, and yeah. uh and get the podcast just look for blind tech adventures if you try to look it up on uh, the smart speakers, they still have a little bit of trouble, but I think that's because we're so new. Yeah. So uh, you might have to ask a couple of times. You might get some random things there, but... Uh, maybe you'll get the old podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll get the old podcast, but, uh, you know, anyway. Thank you all for, for tuning in. Yeah, it's Next been week, we have that thing about the uh, the Braille, and we'll come up with some other new fun topics, too. Yeah. If you have any adventures for us that you want to share with everybody or any tech th- things or you just want to have a chat, feel free to let us know. You can come on and do that. Otherwise, Kurt, have a good week. Yeah, you too. Everyone else, have a great week. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>